You are listening to the Thinking Effect podcast with Osho Green and Lillian Kriegler. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of the Thinking Effect podcast. And this episode is all about how can teachers celebrate students' learning journey? And if you're wondering what I have on my head at the moment, <laughs> it's a celebration because it's our 20th episode. So let's celebrate together with Lillian. Hello, Lillian. How are you? Hello, Otto. I absolutely love. For those of you listening to this podcast, Otto has the most glorious hair I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. And she's taken her hair and she's made two like unicorn shaped um, uh, decorations with <laughs> um, uh, pipe cleaners. And oh, she just looks amazing. So if you if you don't if you if you're only listening, you'll just have to imagine Otto with these really really exceptional um, horns on her head. I am wearing a beautiful necklace today that I was given by some of my very gorgeous friends in the Philippines. So um, I'm celebrating with beads and color our 20th episode goodness who thought we'd get here so quickly Otto it's amazing and you look so beautiful Lillian <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah it's really exciting the 20th episode and, and this is why we celebrate you today and this is why our topic today is about how can teachers celebrate students uh, learning journey and it's important because often we focus on the end goal on, on the end result but the journey itself of getting there is so important. And there are so many milestones um, along the way, so many learning that needs to happen along the way. And we need to know how to celebrate this journey. That's correct. You're right. And I love that you use this word stepping, stepping stone um, and that you talk about reaching milestones. But I thought I'd just throw another little metaphor into all of that because you know stepping stones you sort of go across the water but if we if we walk upstairs you know we get to a landing and then we turn around and we go up more stairs so if we imagine the stepping stones is landing to landing but each step is kind of the development of an incremental or a micro skill and very often if we only focused on the landing spots you know um a, we might not see the big progress on the stepping stones, but even more, we won't see the micro increments, you know, how children developing slowly and incrementally. Um, so we really, really have to get our observational powers working. Absolutely. And I want to say something. It's also about us adults, because often we don't celebrate our learning journeys. And I, I can share a personal experience. Um, as you know, I'm, I'm an author and, and I wrote the book, uh, one of them is Think Unique for Teachers. And, and Lillian, you'll agree with me when I'm going to say being an author is quite a journey and writing a book is <laughs> a challenging and long journey. But I didn't stop along the way to celebrate the little thing. For example, to celebrate how for a whole month I was sitting and writing every day to celebrate the fact that I created an outline for my book. So all the little steps and milestones along the way, I just ignore them. And I was only looking at the end goal, at the product at the end, the book. So I missed the opportunity to celebrate my progress. Um, for example, how I was disciplined about it, how I was persistent, how I learned so many things. 
And it's a shame because then it, when we celebrate the little thing, it gives us a lot of motivation and help us keep going and keep our energy up as we step in along our journey. That's right. I, I totally agree with you. Um, I do take a bit of a different approach because I do love to stop and say, you know, you did this and you did that and now it's building up. But I find even in my family, like I, you know, I have a sibling call with my um, brother and sister. My sister lives in Spain. My brother's in the UK. And once a week we have a chat. Um, I call it sibling tribalry. You know, we're not rivals. We're in a tribe. And so often, my brother in particular, I have to say, you have no idea what you've just achieved. Just think back to two months ago, you know, when you were looking for this job, or just think back to, you know, four years ago when you X, Y, and Z. So I agree that celebrating the small steps is really, really important because otherwise, you, as you've mentioned, you miss out that opportunities and you don't have the mini rah-rah moment, which I think we all deserve. I agree. And, and more so we need to think about the children as well, because it's so important for their motivation to learn and their self-confidence. Um, and, and so for, for each one, this achievement, this, I mean, stepping stone, the small achievement will be different. So in a way, we need to personalize uh, the celebration for each and every student in our classroom. Yes. Now, so the what is that we have to recognize and celebrate? And the thing, when somebody tells you you've done well and it comes from outside, it helps you, it makes you um, aware of your achievement. You know, very often we don't know what we've done well. And in um, Reggio Emilia, and you know, I talk about it all the time, but Carla Rinaldi says that you can take a child out of anonymity. They no longer feel anonymous because you have recognized something that they have done. And what I want to say about that you don't want it to be a big broad stroke thing like oh you're a fabulous student or my gosh you always do such a great job or you're always late or you never committed or you just can't concentrate you know <laughs> either a positive sweep or a negative sweep and I know or till you all agree with this so we have to break down that praise or that acknowledgement and make it very, very specific. Like what is the exact step that you notice? So you might say to a child, I just love how you have done this task on the page today. You've organized it, you've numbered the steps and you followed it. You know, I didn't see you doing that last week. And then what happens is they know what they did. I've got this great skill. I can organize a sequence and I can follow it and that they can use somewhere else and they can really, really own that. They don't feel like, you know, they have to be good every minute of every day from here on because that's very difficult to live up to. We know that. <laughs> of course. And it's also very authentic and believable because when you comment on a specific thing that that student done differently today, it sounds very genuine coming from you. And it's not like you just throw in words, yeah, well done or very well. And so the student perceives it as something real, as something authentic that you're telling them. And I want to show you another thing. In one of the projects um, I did at one of the schools, the year three and four students worked on a project of how might we create a supportive learning environment? And they interviewed 140 other students. And one of the questions they asked is, what makes a good day at school for you? And 
when we looked at the answers they received from different students, we found out that many of them say that having that acknowledgement from the teacher that the for something that they've done well in the classroom and, and the fact that the teacher is saying something nice for them and nice feedback on their work and efforts goes a very long way. It's actually uh, change the whole perception of the day. It can uh, make the whole day much, much better for them. So we need to always remember that the words that we say to our students have such a huge impact on them. Yeah, they do have tremendous power. And I think if educators are aware that there's not just the learning that they can um, comment on. So when Autel and I were sitting together, we loved it, we got together face-to-face -to -face this week to do some planning. We worked out that, you know, we have to talk about the students' learning habits. Um, you know, how do they normally approach their work? Are they organised? Are they... Um, are they paying attention from the beginning? Do they really understand the topic before they dive in? So what are those habits? What are their learning skills? How are they memorizing? How are they taking notes? Um, then their dispositions, you know, have they changed? Has their motivation changed? Has their attitude changed? And then, of course, you have the content, uh, you know, so, and then how independent are they? I know that's part of the habit and the motivation, but really you, you can follow quite carefully. If you watch those micro developing skills, you can comment on all these different areas and then you uplift them because they feel great about it, but they also know, oh, wow, there's a lot more to learning than just understanding content. I've got to bring my whole self to this uh, learning situation. You know, it, it's my responsibility to, to get involved with it and to, to take it apart and enjoy it. Absolutely. These are great points. And, and one of the things, uh, as an example, is if you have a student which is usually disengaged and not really involved in what's going on, and suddenly they raise their hand and they want to share their opinion. So you can provide a feedback um, saying, oh, wow, thank you for sharing your thoughts with the classroom. You, um, you bring very interesting points. Uh, so thank you very much. And that will actually... Um, encourage that behavior, that student will be pleased and, and be proud of uh, themselves for, you know, bringing interesting um, things to the classroom and um, they will continue with this behavior. Yes, you know, often we, this, the whole, the whole conversation we're having is it just about broadening the lens, you know, because if you, you have noticed that, it means you're looking for it because we really only find what we're looking for. So I suppose what we're saying is really look for the, the incremental things that you can comment on and celebrate. And I mean, I just love celebration. I, I, I always celebrate at the end of a project. You know, we get the parents in, we might have a show, um, we might, uh, you know, write a story and then publish it we you know there's there's a fabulous way to celebrate but celebrating along the way and you had a fantastic idea about passing this along as well don't you Otto? yeah i was going to suggest uh additional thing if we want to create a culture of celebration and supporting each other in the classroom then you can involve your students 
in that. And what I mean by that is, let's say you observed a student which um, did something differently. Let's say uh, that student was disengaged and now he was sharing his opinions or her opinions. And so you give them positive feedback on that. And then you pass them along a celebration object. And you ask them to pay attention and observe their peers, their, the other student in the classroom. And if they notice someone else suddenly um, reach a mass of progress on the learning journey and it's something to celebrate, then ask that child to mention that, to celebrate the other student and give them that celebration object. And so they need to pass it along from one student to another. And what it means is that first they're gonna pay more attention to what's going on in the classroom, <laughs> but also they will learn to celebrate other people's success, which is so important. I love this. In our conversation, you were saying that in your home language, there's a word for this, for celebrating others' success. And I just, we were grappling for what is that in English? <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, acknowledging, uh, recognizing, celebrating. Um, other people's success and it's wonderful when children start to do that for each other and I mean this is for for older students as well as younger students as well as adults as well as tertiary students anybody can become an observer of other people's successes and celebrate them and compliment them and support them because you know the general motivation the general tone in that environment is going to be raised through that I mean, you know, we talk a lot in, in schools about behavior and a lot of the time poor behavior is people looking for attention, yes, children yes. looking for attention, students needing attention. So I, I once had a conversation with a child who sort of came out of the classroom to speak to me What I was there doing a, a consultancy and I was out having my lunch and he came out and I said, what are you doing out here? You need to get back in that classroom. But he said, no, I only come to school here to be the classroom nuisance. I'm like, mm. what? <laughs> what kind of self-fulfilling prophecy is that? So, you know, by celebrating these things and looking more broadly, because you can talk about someone helping someone else, someone Absolutely. supporting someone else's learning, they start to see themselves in completely different ways. So celebrating is really, really important. And, we'll start, and they'll start to behave differently. It will impact how they behave in the classroom uh, and towards their peers. And it will really create a culture of collaboration and supporting and helping each other, which is a beautiful thing. That's right. So to summarize, we're at that stage, yep. Yeah. Okay, the what of celebration is that as educators, we have the power to generate a culture where people celebrate others' achievements. And this can be done by ourselves, and by the students and even other educators in our community. The why is that the minute we do that, people start to appreciate the different ways that they are developing, the different ways they are building their skills and the different ways that they are learning new information and they can see it in others. And the how is to think about it all as stepping stones and to make... Um, you know, to see the incremental changes in people's development in whatever way that is, and to bring 
the praise and the recognition in a very direct and very specific way so that whoever's getting that compliment can genuinely own it, understand it, know what they did well and do it next time. So good luck with bringing celebration into your classroom every day. That's a fabulous summary. Yeah, and and we really encourage you to give it a try and let us know how you go. And actually, because we're celebrating, uh, and this is the 20th episode, we have something else in offer for our listeners. So this week, we want to offer the two amazing books, Think Unique and Idiot Comedian, <laughs> to one of our listeners who is going to write to us and answer these two questions. The first one is, what are your top tips to create great thinkers? And I know everyone has a lot of uh, good tips to share, so feel free to share them. And the second question is, what uh, areas of thinking would you like to know more about? What would you like to explore? So write us and uh, write your answer to these two questions to our email, which is the thinking effect podcast at gmail.com. And one lucky listener will get these two amazing uh, books. Yep, it's a bundle. It's a bundle of books. So top tips and wanderings about you know everything you want to know about thinking. We so look forward to hearing from you and we'll be back next time. See you next time.